Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm very excited to be joined by my next guest. This guy is, is the bad guy. He's an MMA legend. And now he is, uh, he's got a hell of an event going on. Next weekend, you got maybe one of the best fighters to ever walk the planet, John Bones Jones. He's going to be taking on a, an absolute MMA legend in Dan Henderson, but they're doing it in a little bit of a different style. It's Submission Underground 2. Chael Sonnen's putting on this show. Chael, how, how did, uh, tell us a little bit about this event, and, and how did it come to be that these guys are matching up? Yeah, man, uh, you pretty well hit it, Brendan. Look, it's going down on flowgrappling.com next Sunday, December 11th. And basically, uh, to give you a recap for anybody that, that hasn't been following MMA, these guys were supposed to fight. They were supposed to fight for John Jones's 205-pound uh, uh, world championship belt way back at UFC 151. Uh, Dan Henderson got hurt. The entire card got scrapped, and these guys never went at it. Dan Henderson said that he was going to retire from MMA about two months ago, uh, but he has unfinished business with John Jones. Essentially, he's put his retirement on hold just to fulfill uh, this chapter of his life. You, that was an interesting time, too, Chell, because you, you offered to step in and save that card. It was one of the few UFCs, that, the pay-per-views that ever got canceled. Like, what do you remember about that week when you, were, you offered to fight John Jones? I think it was on like a week's notice. Yeah, it was a matter of days. I got a call uh, from Dana White, and he just said, uh, hey, can you fight next week? And um, I said, yeah, I can fight. I, I didn't know who the opponent was. He said, all right. He said, Dan Harrison just fell out. Uh, you'll be taking his spot. I thought, well, Dan Henderson's fighting John Jones for the for the championship, and uh, that was it. I didn't even say anything. I I just said, okay, I'll be ready. And uh, at some point, it came up that it was John and it was the championship and all of that. But that was the way the call went. He just wanted to know if I could fight next week. No. Um, so yeah, I I stepped in. John said, I don't want to do it. I don't want to fight a southpaw on short notice, and the whole card got scrapped. That's wild. Now, now John's John's on suspension right now from from MMA because of USADA. He's gonna fight in July. But, ah, but, classic, but, classic move, John. It, it was something, man. Well, first, I was listening to him a little bit on Rogan yesterday, and this all this all happened over uh, ED pills. Like that's that's crazy. He was great, man. He was great on Rogan. See, the one thing that John needed to do from the very beginning, in my opinion, we're talking PR now, is just come clean. Just tell the truth, right? He, he took these ED pills. Uh, they were something off-brand, like from a different Mexico, they, uh, a different country they came out. I think it was Mexico. And just come as clean as you can, as quick as you can. And, you know, to your point, that was a, that was a very compelling interview with, uh, with Joe Rogan. He just put it out there. What do you say when a guy puts it out there? You don't say anything. You just listen. That's what you want from PR. You want people to listen. Was, was it hard to get him to do this? He talked like he was pretty serious. He seems pretty serious about doing this grappling match, but was it, was it hard to get him into the idea of competing in something that he's not maybe necessarily the best in the world at? You know, he was on the fence a little bit, and then he, he said, well, what about Dan Henderson? If you can give me Dan Henderson, I'm all in. It was essentially, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but 
that was the only thing. I put myself in his shoes. I just got out of the principal's office for the exact same thing that he just went in for. And the only thing I could do was grapple. For, for unarmed combat, for MMA, you have to have a license, and it's a privileged license. So if they take that license away, you can't go out and compete. So to put myself into the story, all I could do was grapple. That's the reason we called John. She said, Amy, I know what you're going through. You want to stay busy. Here's your option. Uh, he was great to work with, but he did have an opponent in mind. He said, look, if I'm going to do this, uh, Dan Henderson's about to retire. I've always wanted to get matched up with them. Let's just do it now. Yeah, it's Submission Underground 2. It's going on December 11th. Next week, you guys catch it. Flowgrappling.com. Subscribe to them, and you guys will get that and a lot of other great content. Chael Sonnen joining us on the guest line. Uh, it's been an interesting week, Chael. Uh, a lot of things have been happening around in mixed martial arts. Uh, particularly, they had uh, this announcement this week. George St. Pierre, Tim Kennedy, a lot of big names stepping in, and they want to be part of. Uh, they're going to be part of this association. I, it, this is uh, interesting from a fan's perspective. I don't, I don't really understand. Um, I guess all the things that that fighters do have to go through, though, because I, I, I guess in boxing it seems so much uh, more individual. But under the UFC, you guys have uh, it's almost a league in itself. But you guys are also so individual. So I guess what's the best way for them to go about unionizing and doing this together so they get what they want? You know, I think that they're on it right now. Look, to form a union is real easy. you got to be employees, and then you could just, just take a vote. It could be a show of hands. Hey, do you guys want a union? Uh, if more people raise their hand than don't, you've got a union. Uh, it's not super hard. Now, it does get complex in this regard. Federal law is extremely clear that uh, employees can unionize in this country. UFC athletes are 1099. They're independent contractors. They're not employees. So by law... They can't form a union. Now, these guys that you brought up were hip to that. They figured it out, and so they formed an association. Now, an association can essentially do the same things a union can, but the laws aren't uh, totally on your side. So you, you have to be careful and, and be specific. The UFC, contrary to popular belief, is not against an association. It's the same amount of money. If, if, if the UFC is, is happy to spread the money out and set some away for retirement or a vacation pay or whatever it is that you might want to do, but it's still the same amount of money. The UFC has just operated on for years. We'll give you all your money and a bulk payment, and then you do what you want with it. You set up your 401Ks. You set up your retirements. And a lot of fighters have just squandered that money. Uh, so this is a way, I believe, for them to stay a little bit organized, to make sure that, that the UFC has things set up so that there's uh, something that's at the end. And these guys have made millions of dollars. That's the part that they're not telling. They're, they're kind of making it look like the company has done something wrong over time. And the company hasn't. They just entrusted these adults with all of their money up front, and a lot of guys went and spent it. And that's just the truth, and that isn't, doesn't put me on the side of, uh, of, of one versus the other at all. But it is the same amount of money. And if they want to get it set up through an association so that there's a, a weekly paycheck or a biweekly, like, say, the NBA, which I know they used as an example, that can be done. The UFC is not resisting that. Uh, contrary to belief, the UFC is just saying, hey, look, Dana White's going, look, it's your money and you're an adult. I'm going to give it all to you right now. Uh, if they'd rather have it spread out, I mean, I'll, spe I'll speak for Dana because I know him well enough. He's happy to spread it out. He's got a big accounting department. He'll figure it out. Check out Submission Underground 2, Dan Henderson, John Jones. You also got Jessica I, Misha Tate. Jail Sullen's put on a great show. You guys can get it. Uh, flowgrappling.com. Subscribe, and you guys can catch it out next Sunday. One more before we get you out of here, Chael. The news came out this week. Conor McGregor uh, got a boxing license in California. 
What do you think the play is there? Is it to get a fight with Floyd Mayweather, or is this leverage uh, against the UFC? No, I thought it was a little bit weird. Had he got a license in Nevada where Floyd fights, uh, I think it might have met a little bit more. It was definitely gamesmanship. I understood what he was trying to achieve by doing that, but he did it in the wrong state. So anybody in the know is going to look at that and, and, and see it for the, 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 the strategical play that it was. I think that boxing match has legs. I've always thought it had legs. Uh, historically, if you get two fighters to say yes, it's a yes. The fans want it. If the fighters want it, that's usually the hard part. Getting a promoter to say yeah is the easy part. We've got all the pieces in place, but the easy part isn't done, which is a promoter to just put it together. So uh, if Dana White wants to see that, he's got Connor under contract and he can sign off. Best guess, do you think uh, Connor is going to fight for the UFC this year, or is there going to be a long uh, time until we see him again in the cage? Well, since we're, we're, we're coming, we're here in 2017, and he just fought two weeks ago, I'll take, uh, I'll take no on that, but I think we will <laughs> see him in 2017. He was pretty clear to say, uh, hey, I'm an expecting father. I got a little monster on the way. Uh, I'm going to take my oars out of the water for a little bit, get my uh, uh, wife ready and support her. So I take him at his word. Connor's always been a man of his word. He said that's what he wants to do. I think if anyone deserves a break, it's Connor McGregor. Uh, but I'll tell you, I personally, I do think he's going to box Floyd. Most people say it's not going to happen. I think it will. Chael Sonnen, check out his show, Submission Underground 2. It's going on December 11th. It's streaming on Flow Grappling. And you got Dan Henderson, John Jones, finally going to get down in a grappling match. Sounds like one that you don't want to miss. Thank you, Chael. Appreciate the time. My pleasure. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.